Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2k1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Support for Rough Talk VR is brought to you by Manscaped, the champion in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I've been lucky enough to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. I remember so many years ago, the first time I ever decided I was going to trim up my boys, and we're going back, you know, a few decades here, but I thought you could just grab, like, a hair trimmer, like the electric ones, the ones the barbers use, and I went swiping down across my boys cut myself severely no stitches but it just sucked so a company like manscaped comes along and at least can give you the confidence with their products that are designed specifically for your body this upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on off switch that can engage a travel lock it also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000k led spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave and did i mention wireless charging The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Men, if you've been shaving with that same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with code ROUGHTALKVR at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR, no spaces, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code ROUGHTALKVR. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today we're going a little airborne today with a, a new VR flying game known as Ultra Wings 2. Yep, the sequel to Ultra Wings. Go figure. Which I did I did buy when it came out. Yeah, and we had discussed, do we start with reviewing Ultra Rings 1, or do we hop just right into Ultra Rings 2? And specifically in this case, uh, we, we had kind of discussed it's probably better just, let's just go right to the sequel. Yeah, and the first one, I mean, the differences are, you know... It's kind of like the climb to the climb 2. It's not a huge... No. They, they, you know, like the islands that you can go visit are three times larger in the second one than the first one. You can fly to any of the islands now where the first one and you still could but it wasn't the same as it is now so. yeah but nonetheless ultra wings is a just as i said a vr flying game i don't really want to say flying simulator it's not it's an arcade you could say an arcade flying simulator yeah but it shows the potential of uh of a flying sim on the quest too i mean it gives you that <laughs> potential and is is two different conversations <laughs> though <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah it's like, no absolutely but you do feel that feeling like you're you're in air, like you look out the the window while you're flying with the the little joystick control they have, and man, you you get a little bit of that stomach feeling. Yeah, any 
well, well, we'll be for, I'll, I'll yeah, let's, save let's, the rant. Get, let's get into the, the ratings, the developer, and the cost. Yeah, sometimes we almost skip right over that, getting so excited about what we're talking about. But nonetheless, Ultra Wings 2 is made by developers BitPlanet Games. It's currently rocking a 4.3 overall on the official Oculus Quest store with 217 total ratings. And of those 217, 132 are written reviews. And also this game is twenty four ninety nine. And just came out in February 3rd, 3rd 2022. So brand new. Uh, since we've picked it up and started playing already, there's been a couple updates. Not really adding new content, but just patching things up. No. I mean, I'm I'm guessing there's going to be some content coming. They do have five aircraft that you are able to play in this game. And a shit ton of islands. They're, they're unlockable. Um, so you're not going to start off with all five. No, and it's unlockable and purchasable. Uh, so in this game, you do various missions, uh, which they say there's over a dozen mission types. Uh, at first, they seem a little bit more repetitive, but as you explore different islands, you you start to see more different mission types. But basically, you do a mission, you get money, and to buy a new you know plane costs you know example twenty five thousand dollars. So you got to do a bunch of missions till you have enough money. Yeah, and they kind of like twofold it. Like they'll have you do different missions or operations depending on what aircraft you're using. And then you're essentially purchasing a local airport on a different island, but they also have international airports that cost like, geez, you know, four or five times the money. Um, so in some cases, you'll you'll go and you'll buy the airport and you'll have the plane. And then in another case, you'll have to buy the, like to get the helicopter, you have to buy the airport and then you have to pony up 50,000 additional to actually get the helicopter, mm -hmm. which was a little frustrating because I was like, I'm hell bent on getting this helicopter. I want the helicopter flight experience more than the the airplane flight experience. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta freaking work for it. But there's well over a hundred missions overall. Mm -hmm. Like I think hundreds would probably be more, more accurate. I personally found them. Yes, they do add some deviation to them, but no, they, it's it's they're, a, they're a, repetitive. It's a very um, rinse, wash, repeat method of of playing. They do give you the free flight mode, so you can take any aircraft that you own, and you know that's the most flying sim part, part of, of it. it. But it's still mm. not enough to to call it a flying sim. No, I and no, I don't think it's even classified as one. But it's um. Look, they make you do some of the motions of flying an airplane. Like, you can't just get in it and, like, you're flying. You have to get in it. You have to turn on your magneto. You have to turn on your fuel. And you do that by actually using your, your hand with the controller. Yep. So then you pull the trigger and grip it. Turn. Yep. Then you have to fire up your ignition. And they give you a little cheat board to your right. So you always know, like, hey, you know, you got to turn the fuel on. And then you can't just, like, flick the switch for the ignition. You got to hold it and... The plane slowly churns on and then fire up your accelerator. As you get more advanced, they start throwing curves at you like, hey, you know, there's flaps to your right-hand side. So set that to 15%, which is crucial for short, short takeoffs. Flaps are real useful. But I, I want a flight slim more than anything else. It's like yeah, if, I've if seen I could... I've seen you play those since I was a little kid. Dude. Spend hours just going country to country, whatever. You have no idea. It, it's like if the new Xbox didn't cost $1,000, I'd own, I swear to God, I'd own it just for Microsoft Flight. Mm -hmm. No other reason I wouldn't care. 
I've been a flight sim junkie since the first time that, that like the graphics were good on a PC. They're like, okay, shit. And then I got the flight control sticks and all that. So yeah, I'm, I'm always in deep with flight sims. So the only reason I even wanted this was just to see what, you know, where are we at with the possibility of a flight sim and, and, you know, I'll, I won't say VR because of course you can, but in a quest in standalone VR. Yeah. What's, what are we currently looking at? What are we capable of? You know, the amount of shit you got to do to fly an airplane in this is less. Yeah. It's not a hundred percent realistic in that, in that nope. case, it, it starts to scratch the surface of like flying controls and management. Correct. But managing your flight is really straightforward. It's just pretty much moving the, either the joystick that they have to control the, the airplane or your, your analog sticks. Yeah. They give you the ability. You can use your stick. I mm-hmm. think you're better off using your hand, but it's kind of double edged. Like, I like to use the hand cause it feels more realistic. Yeah. But they don't use, um, there's another flight sim. I'll, I'll leave it nameless mm-hmm. at this moment, but the way they do their controls is more of a snap on method. So like, yes, you can fly with your hand, but your hand is snapped onto the object. So it doesn't flee f- free flow as much yep whereas this you can grab the yoke of the the plane and you can you know move it right left up down just like a normal plane but it's very wiggly it's it's more free-flowing than it should i i'd say no i i get exactly what you mean and you can even see where like to me where the jankiness of this game shows the most isn't in the flight or anything like that it's when you grab things even in your little office so when you first load in this game they, they start you in like a little office and there's a helmet on the ground. There's like a little laser pointer. And you use that laser pointer to to navigate in the menu. And then in that moment in the office where you're grabbing stuff, like you grab the, the laser pointer, there's some other objects in there. Things are just janky when you pick them up. It's, it's all kind of like floppy and wiggly. You load in your, your save game by like picking up a floppy disk and putting it into a computer. Every time I pick up the floppy disk, it's a little wiggly. And it goes in. So that's definitely what the jankiness shows. And it shows a little bit in that joystick. When yeah, you're grabbing it's it. It's just a little too, I mean, it's double-edged, like I said, because I am I love flight simulator type things, but from a control sp- standpoint, yes, it's enjoyable, but if they could somehow just add the little... Snap into place snap as you're into moving. Place, yeah, so it's like, I get it with the turning on the fuel. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is turning a, a thing right or left. You know, your magneto is just a switch, a little click-click. Um even the throttle, it's weird because when I push the throttle up, if you were to normally do it, you would, you know, put palm down and push throttle up. I do it the other way. I just use the back yeah. of my palm and I just, ink. I, I have a video or two that of uh, me flying around and just screwing around in free flight. But yeah, I think those moments are what makes you say a little bit more arcadey. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it as like, hey, this is just an arcade flight. Show the fun. potential. Yeah. Grease the surface of, you know, maybe what we can expect down the road. But it also looks like there's room for growth in this game because one could argue five aircraft is not going to keep you playing. No, but they do a great job. Long. They do a great job making you earn each new aircraft. So it they, takes. They do, but it, my my personal problem is is like I already see the end zone yeah. with that last plane. I mm-hmm. see more spaces that more planes can be added. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yep. Like. Okay, so I don't know if that's just a little teaser to the consumer, like, hey, well, my, know, maybe we'll my, add a couple more planes. My big incentive to keep playing is unlocking new planes. So for me, it, it, I agree, once you unlock all the planes, uh, unlocking more islands and just doing more missions, 
Yeah, it's very it's, redundant. You yeah. already own everything, so yeah. what's the point now? Yeah, the, the, and you can free flight if you own all the planes. Mm-hmm. The planes are where it's really at. But when you first start this game, you only have access to one island, and you don't even. Now, to be honest with you, they don't re- really even explain the island aspect or anything in the initial. Nah, you just do like, what you're told. No, you kind of figure it out as you start playing. But so you load in, you're in that office. You have one plane, An one ultralight, one ultralight, and you're on your your default island, and they have you do a. Uh, a license test which you have to do for every new airplane that yet yep yep the first time you get it before you do any missions with it they make you do a license test which is usually they teach you how to turn it on they'll teach you how to take off and then usually they teach you how to land yep lower your landing gear and shit like that yeah pretty pretty straightforward the ultralight has no landing gear so you don't want to worry about that no the other ones do though yep Uh, yeah and and in fairness to the only five planes you know since I was the one who I'm fussing about it. There's progressionally more difficult each plane you get. Absolutely. So the the ultralight is <coughs> it's it's slowest. It's easy. anybody can fly an ultralight. Yeah, and it, it wiggles a bunch. Of, it it doesn't have the best handling, but it's really easy to land. It's really easy to take off. You Not know? very fast. Uh, the next plane is much more of a standard plane, like a um. I think they call it uh what do they call it in the actual game the stallion yeah because it's hard to land it's hard to to control as you as you land it is what the the your intercom it's like a world war ii you. it's like a, a world war ii fighter plane but that one's Open much cockpit much more straightforward you you know actually how you take off with it what you explained earlier is to a t for taking off with the the stallion yep uh like strata said for this one you have a landing gear and you take off and then you have the rudders to to kind of sl- subtly turn well, left and right every plane has the rudders but with the ultralight you're not forced to use it no whereas the missions and little i'll say challenges I, they're not missions the challenges that they they throw in front of you later on in the game it's like if you don't use the rudder you'll never bank the corner and you'll you'll never absolutely never not it. yeah i agree i agree on that and but it does have it my only complaint with the uh with, with the routers on that is so to control it you use the left analog stick mm-hmm. all the other aspects of the control of the the plane in terms of steering you can do kind of realistically like you grab the handle and you turn everything like that you know why though right why because it's done with your feet okay and there's no way to uh, yep. i know it's it, it's Foot just, tracking i it, i i thought of that it's just the... disappointing to to have everything yeah, be hands-on and then that one aspect only the limitation of real no that makes and that's sense. just food for thought of you know because again, I I want a fucking flight simulator in VR more than anybody in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's limitations. Contr- yeah, I mean, if you don't have foot tracking, how yeah. are you gonna? So it's that's not really something that's their fault, but it, it, no. it you know it's, it's they did the best they they definitely did mm-hmm. the best they could to allow because they could have just said okay we can't do it so no rudder mm-hmm. and just you know figured out like pulled the trigger and you can bank your turn some yeah. shit like that. But so that- they did. But if you look at the floor when you turn. With the rudder, you'll see the, you'll actually see the pedals move. moving. Yeah. They do a great job with the little details like that. Same thing with the brakes. When you apply the brakes, when you land, which you mm-hmm. have to do, you'll see both the pedals get pushed mm-hmm. forward, just like normal brake. It's freaking awesome. And to, to put down your landing gear, it's an actual like yeah. knob switch that you have to move up or down. It's, I'll, I'll say it's semi-authentic Yep. to the, each plane that you're in, even though, you know. They've kind of taken their own liberties, I think, with some of the planes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ultralight, so far to me, is probably the most realistic to to what I've seen. Yeah, that was the hardest for me to control. 
That was, yeah, that was the hardest. <laughs> well, because the first time I played, right, I didn't know. I you know, you get used to it as you play. You know, the stallion and all the, the other ones, you can really turn them. But yeah, with you the, the, the hell out of them. Yeah, the the ultra, you really just you move that that handle subtly. So the first time I went to go play it. I'm trying to bank big turns with it, and I'm spinning out of control. I'm, and like you can lose control in this, you'll feel it. Uh, it I, I almost feel like it's a little uh, self psychological, like I'm doing it to myself, just panic. But like you'll start to spin out or something, like you lose control and you're trying to get back on track, and it's just like you can't in time. You see objects coming, and then bam, you crash. You crash. But yeah. uh, so <laughs> besides that, so so the stallions kind of uh, you know your more traditional airplane, and then after that you get a jet. Yep, the comet. Then you get a helicopter, mm-hmm. and then the last one is a stunt plane. Yep. So you know that's pr- the five. Good, good diversity there, and then like you said, there's the the free fly mode, so you can pick any plane and, and fly around if you own it. If you own it, if you own it, that's there's important no, distinction. No sandbox on this one. No, where you can just pick anything, regardless if you've unlocked it or anything. No. Yeah. And so then you you pick which airplane you want while you're on the island, and then each airplane has different missions. And, you know, it says over a dozen, but like we said, they're, they're pretty straightforward. They usually involve flying through rings in some way, either in a sequential order or in any order or shooting things down. And then, you know, maybe they'll have you land or take off or maybe you start mid-flight. Yep, They also give you a shoot some balloons. Yeah, or you, your some balloons. Give you a pistol to, or <laughs> a dart gun or whatever it is. Yeah, or your, your plane has its gun, but... um. But so, only the um, only the stallion gets operations. Everybody else gets um, the, jobs, the, the missions. missions. Well, yeah. the, the stallion does have missions as well, but you can do ops with it. So besides right. the, the it's missions, the only one with the machine guns built in. Yeah, as you progress through it and you start to unlock, you know, more missions, you look and you have ops. Oh, now woo, you got the stallion, you get to do an ops. So what's an ops? That's you. You dogfight, and I I won't lie. When I read that there was dogfighting in this game. I was so confident that was going to be my favorite part. And like, that's going to be what I excel at. I love it. You know, dude, I suck at dogfighting in this game. Cause like your first op, uh, every mission has like a bronze, silver and gold that you can get in it for either, you know, hitting every target, doing so- everything in a perfect, you know, in a certain amount of time, whatever it is. So I'll look and it's like, you know, you have to, to finish the op in this amount of time to get the, this medal. And then so, boom, I killed the first guy. And I'm like, yes, I finally did it. It took, you know, like in good time. And then comes another guy. And always that second guy, that's where I'm, that's where I'm screwed on that op. I can't get good time on it. Um, so I'm, I, I suck at the dogfighting. So yeah, you can either do the missions or the dogfight. But what's cool is every island that you're on has its own missions. So let's say you do all the missions for, you know, the ultralight and the stallion on the first island. Then you buy a new island and you travel to it. Now it's all new missions again. So like you can you can redo the missions without doing the same missions, you know? Yeah. I just I found them now call no bullshit. I I find the missions to be very just too repetitive. Like I'm I just want to get to the last plane and be like, okay, I have the planes, but I've got a I've got a pretty big replayability issue with this. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like and I get why there's no sandbox mode, because you'd never ever. Well, there's the sandbox would be the the flying around, but no, I'm saying a... the ability to have all your planes without unlocking them. Mm-hmm. If they did that from the get go, yeah, you, you would never, never play... do a mission. Yeah, ever. never. 
because it's, you know, I give them credit for what they've done, though, because they've touched the waters of, you know, flight simulation and VR on a freestanding headset and were able to pull it off. And not for nothing, the graphics aren't bad. No. They're not like, blo- like knock your socks I, off. No, I treat, again, if it was a flight sim, I'd, I'd probably have to hurt them on the, the aesthetics a little, but for what they do is what they do. It's like, if you look at Ultra Wings, the first one they did, you know, graphics are, are pretty much pretty similar to me. So it's like, I thought they were good back then because you do get the sensation of flying. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, I have very strong VR legs. Like, I don't get nausea or anything like that. And I didn't get nauseous at any point, but I had that feeling in my stomach, especially the first time I played and I'm spinning out of control with the ultralight, you know, it's like, oh my God, oh, you take a sharp turn or you start to, you know, you go too far down, nosedive, whatever, you'll be, whoa, you even heard me a couple of times in the party chat. I was dying laughing. You know, the funniest thing you ever said was we you're coming in for a land and you're like, it was, a, we were both just quiet. And then you're like, oh man, we're coming in hot boys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I thought you know, <laughs> we're coming in hot boys. This is going to be a rough one. I was dying. Because I'm I, like, I wish you could have seen what was coming on my screen. Cause like the landing strip is right there. And like, so the way this will go, it'll be like, so you'll select a mission and it'll be like, you know, fly through these rings in sequential order, which, you know, on the first Island is pretty easy, but you start to go to the other islands. They're, they're a little bit more difficult. They're like you said, cutting the corners and stuff. You really have to use the rudders. They're assholes in some of the ways they design it. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where you lose control. Cause like, I don't know about you. I want to get gold. If you have bronze, silver, and gold, I'm not happy getting bronze. Mm. I want to get gold, especially when in this game you get more money if you get the higher, the you know, if you Which get gold you need for the other airports. to unlock everything. Yep. Yeah. So it's like I I want gold. So it, it you know, you'll you'll be flying through, and then I don't even know how they expect you to do it clean. But they'll be like, the next ring will be like at a 90 degree angle. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So you cut and, you know, go to go to go through it. And then after you, you know, go through all eight, sometimes it'll have you land. So then, you know, it'll be like, all right, where is this landing strip? And just so happens the way you're flying in, because I'm not the best pilot or anything like that. Boom, I start to get close. I'm like, fuck, I'm not facing it like at the way that I'll land towards the runway. Yeah. So I got to start to like, you know, circle out. So then that way I come actually, you know, properly onto the, the runway. Well, this time I realized everything just happened in way too small of a space. Like I cut through, I did a, a sharp corner, I got that last ring, and then the landing strip was right there. So I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be rough, boys, because I have to start to to land. You don't just go down. You're going to crash. You have to, you know, start to, to bring the throttle back. Uh, what's the level lever on the right side? What's that called again? Oh, the flaps. Yeah, the flaps. You got to start to bring those down. Lower so the flaps a little. I have maybe six seconds to land the most. So I have to start pulling everything down, <laughs> line myself up. I'm like, this shit's going to be a rough boy. But they're pretty generous with like, once you get your yeah, throttle down. Forgiving. Yeah. I, I skid a lot on that one. I even turned, I landed almost off the runway. I was like, eh, just man, it was, it was intense. It was a rough one, but I, I landed it. Some of the touch and go challenges that I've seen them put up are pretty tough. No, some of the challenges. Oh, so. But again, I mean, I just wish there was more variety of challenges. Yeah, I wish that, uh, I don't know, there's there's something about this game that I like it, I have a good time with it, but I catch myself getting extremely frustrated, probably more frustrated than I should be trying to enjoy a video game. Hmm. Like some of the challenges with like the way that they expect you to cut through the rings, it's like by the seventh time of trying, I'm I'm just agitated because like some of the missions they start you in the air, some of them, but most of them, 
you have to take off. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I crashed or I failed. It's not just start again. Now I got to take, it takes 10 seconds, but by your seventh time, you're just annoyed starting the thing again. Yeah, to I go mean, mess up at the same spot again, which it, it's on me, but I catch myself getting agitated or like, uh, so to go back to the islands, you have all these different islands. You buy a new island and now you want to go to that airport that you're at. You have to fly to it, which is like, a, it, it, I get what they're trying to get at conceptually as a cool feature, but it, it gets very annoying once you've already traveled to the island before. Like, I wish once you traveled to the island, you could just fast travel to it instead of needing to fly to it every single time. Because if you're not that great at this game and you fuck your landing up and you crash as you land at the, the your airport, like, dude, it's 10 minutes again. Yeah, no, I wish they had... Um, so it's like, oh my God. Aggression checkpoints. You know, yeah. so if you're flying and you made it through the halfway mark, at least they'll start you airborne. If, like, it, or give you the option, you know, hey. Okay, or how re- about this? Retry for midpoint or some shit. I buy an airport. Yeah. I should have to fly to it the first time I ever go to it. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't been to it yet. So I bought it. Now I should have to fly to it. Once I've already flown there and I own it, I should just be able to pew. I agree. Because like, again, there was one time I crashed twice twice trying to go to the next island that was 30 minutes of my life just to go to a different island it's like <laughs> to be honest with you at that point i, I kind of just want to close the app so th- that's a little disappointing but that's a little bit on me because like i'm just I'm, I'm getting more frustrated than i should playing a video game to well, have fun i you mean know? i it, it happened to me a couple of times where so. you're just you're failing the same mission or like it's just like ah. Oh. Yeah, you just don't want to have to start it from the runway, sitting mm-hmm. there, turn on magneto, turn on yeah. fuel, just flaps to 15%, accelerate, take I catch off. myself having more agitation than fun. There's one, uh, and one, some, one particular mission. Um, there was a bomber mission. You had to shoot down up to three bombers, minimally one, which sounds easy enough, but there's like a whole sky of them and they're all shooting at you and shit. But it's like, it takes, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds to fly to the bombers and then you do, and then, you know, if you get killed, right then and there, you're in it for another 45, because that's just getting there. Yep. It's not even the fight. Yep. So it's like if they had had a checkpoint, maybe at the, okay, you got to the, the checkpoint that yeah. they tell you you have to get to, and you made it there. Like in most video games, you get to a freaking checkpoint. Yeah. That's kind of a save point. Yep. You know, where you're safe. But the missions aren't very long. You're talking, no, you know, No, a couple minutes. minutes three minutes that, the there's most. There's some that, I think there's one i finished in less than 30 seconds the dog fights the longest ones to me the ops the yeah. the flying through the rings and stuff those are they're, they're pretty straightforward they're pretty they're pretty yeah quick. some of the ring ones are they can be long but i think the dog well, fights well, well the ring ones can be hard or can be long for me when i keep failing it and then i have to start it again right. i have to start it again <laughs> i have to start it again but it's it's a cool thing that they have going conceptually for progression with the money because if you want to get all the airplanes... Oh, you have to do the challenges. Well, it's a lot of gameplay time to get yep. all the airplanes. So it's... they. If you care about that stunt plane, that last plane for $100,000, you know, you have to put in a good amount of gameplay time to get there between buying all the different different planes, buying the different islands, like... So... Yeah, and the missions get... And, and challenges get harder, so... Although the money mounts might get better... Yeah, it becomes much harder and harder to get that you know full cash gold medal. Mm-hmm. It's I've, like I've got a lot of bronzes. Yeah, same as somebody who cares a lot about getting gold. Once I fail five, six, seven times, I'm taking bronze if I can. Yeah, I just, just I just want to get all the my I was 
what my biggest push was to get the helicopter. I got the helicopter. You kind of feel like you hit a wall after that? Well, it's what I wanted more than anything, anything else in the game was the helicopter experience. I really wanted to know how they'd pull it off mm-hmm. and whether it would be, it's the hardest one to fly. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, it's probably too. I, I actually think it's probably more of the most realistic one to fly because it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Your hands aren't as, you know, you have to use your left hand to go up and down for acceleration for, um, where to fire up the engine. And it's not an airplane. It just doesn't start moving forward. You have to tilt it forward. So there's a big difference in, but you can hover, you can land on buildings. Cause I've landed on a couple of the tall skyscrapers and shit. It's very accurate with the landing, but the learning curve of it is definitely, yeah, definitely not though. Yeah. You, Especially going from the comet to the, to oh, the helicopter. Shit, yeah. Cause you come in for a landing with this. It's, you know, with the airplane, you just, you know, mm-hmm. reduce the engine and kind of glide down with a helicopter. If you glide down, you're going to crash because mm-hmm. it has to come down. And then of course, you know, the challenges for helicopters and shit, you know, you have to land in a little pad. Mm-hmm for your license and shit. Which it kind of goes without saying, like the scenery in this game, you're not flying over barren wastelands. No, (laughs) No. it's like there's, there's uh cities you're flying over. There's a lot of buildings. There's what I'm getting at is between the mountains. buildings. there's plenty of shit to crash into. Just, it's not photorealism. Oh no, no, not by any means. 10 year, 10 year old Microsoft flight has better (laughs) graphics for sure. But for you, you know what I'll say though, in VR with the headset on, I don't mind. No, it does the trick for me. No, for now it listen. It, it gives it, me that it, it wet my it wet my whistle. So. Yeah, I've heard people complain about the motion sickness, and I've heard other people who are actual pilots. This is when the first one had come out. Be like, you know, that feeling is pretty normal. Try sitting in the cockpit. There is a little occasional woozy feeling you can get, so you can um, negate that by turning on a fan. Yeah, that that goes with it. that. Also goes for all. VR motion yeah, sickness. Turn on a fan. So if you're one of those people that struggle with it, that's a little pro tip. Just yeah. hit, hit yourself with a fan. I um I actually enjoy turning on my ceiling fan for this game. Not to not to deal with anything with motion sickness, but I like to feel the air coming down on me. Mm-hmm. So it's it feels more like, realistic. Yeah, it's like the same thing. If I could trust myself with the ceiling fan on with pop one, I'd I'd be in heaven. Mm-hmm. But I can only, anytime I use a fan with Pop 1, it's a little side mount fan. Yeah. And um, it just feels cooler. It yeah. adds to the immersion. So you turn a fan on with this game, you're you're going to feel more immersed and cut back on the possibility of um, possibly having motion sickness. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so you want to go right into our our final thoughts and our, our review? Yeah, go for it. All right. So real quick, I'll, I'll always do my weekly bagging. If you've been enjoying this episode, you know, be sure to rate us five stars, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, whatever other other podcast platform you listen to. Also, uh, you know, be sure to join our official subreddit at r slash, sorry, reddit.com slash r slash roughtalkvr or roughtalkvr.reddit.com. You can also just find the link to, in our show notes. There you can join a, an ever-growing community of Rough Talk VR fans. You can also find the link to our sponsors link to the support the show directly through our buy me a coffee link help make this bad boy full time you know uh other than that uh you know let's go right into our final thoughts so i'll keep the begging short this week uh for our our review categories we always do four categories each rated on a scale of one to 25 with the the final score of all four categories you know adding up to be the final score so the four categories are gameplay 
aesthetics, functionality, and replayability. So I'll start with gameplay. I'll give them 20 on gameplay. Uh, it It's fun, especially right on the initial, whoa, like those... That feeling that you get the first time you play, it's its a really cool wow factor. They do a good job keeping things mostly realistic. I just think that there's some things missing in the gameplay and the realism uh, and just the control scheme to, to make it a clean 25. As well, there could be some more mission variety. Uh, there could just be some more depth to the game to make it you know, a clean 25, but it's not bad either, so I got to give them a 20 on gameplay. Uh, aesthetics, I'm also going to give them a 20. They're, in my opinion, good graphics, especially for, you know, I would I imagine that this is a very taxing game on the headset with all the different environments, the physics going on with the flying. So with all the load that's going on the headset, I, I'd say the graphics are pretty good with that considered. And they're not bad either. Uh, you joked, you know, 10 year old Microsoft simulator. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that bad, but they're. I would. Yeah, it, to, me, the, to me, they weren't too terrible, but uh, they also aren't like any real VR fishing. So I'll go 20 on the aesthetics. Functionality, I'm going to give them a 20 because I've unfortunately had some glitches. Uh, like I said, a, everything kind of feels a little funky. Like you got stretch, you know, spaghetti arms when you pick things up. And also, there's been some times that I, I know that this isn't me messing up. I finish a mission, it'll say, go through all the rings. I land, it shows me the waypoint, I land, and then my screen switches, and it says I've flown through eight of the eight rings, and there's no way to, to, to complete the mission. So then I'll have to abandon the mission, redo the whole thing again, do the same exact thing I just did, and then it'll work. So, unfortunately, you will, you know, you could encounter some glitches, but I do see them pumping out some updates, but as of right now, I gotta give them a 20 on functionality as well. Nothing that will stop you completely from playing the game, but you'll you'll run into some some glitches, in my opinion. And replayability, I got to give them a twenty. Uh, it's not going to be my number one played game. It was fun, you know, but I catch myself getting, like I said before, kind of agitated playing the game sometimes due to my own own failures. Um, and like you said, you get all the planes you want, and you're still going to have a shit ton more islands to unlock. But you're probably not going to keep doing the missions just to get the islands. You know, the, the, the vehicles, the planes, that, that's what it's really about. So replayability, I also got to give them a 20 on there. So 20 all across the board. I'll give them an 80. An 80. Okay. Fair enough. So gameplay, I give them a 20. I'd, I'd love to give them a 25, but you, you kind of can't, you know. Not at this stage anyways. And And I'm, you know, in fairness, this is the second one they did, so... I'll, I'll call it like it is. I kind of expected more for a, a number two, not pretty much a carbon copy of number one, but just, you know, some of the, the gripes or, I don't know, whatever. I'm just, maybe I'm being an asshole about it, but I don't think it's definitely um, a, a 25. So 20 on gameplay. Aesthetics, this is where I'm a little weird. I'm not going into it thinking that I'm going to get photorealism. So I'm actually giving them a 25 on the aesthetics. The sounds aren't bad. Some of the mechanical sounds of like the comet, the jet, it's, it's got a sense of realism, especially when you shut your fuel off, which you'll learn about when you play the game as to why you'd ever want to do that or shut your engine off. Um, but the sound it makes just that little hum in the background was pretty, pretty spot on. Some of the background effects when you fly, actually um 
really, really, I thought were, were a nice touch. And the graphics, you know, I mean, I was kind of pleased with the first one. Again, I would have liked a lot more, I guess, graphically from this one, but there's only so much you can do. And some of the changes they did do, I know, are putting added strain on the the overall usage of the, the headset. You'll definitely go through a battery so quick with this. Um, but I'll give them a 25. Functionality, I had the same glitch you did. I only had it once. You've actually had it numerous times. I We party chat when we play. I've, you know, I watch it go down live when it's happening. The only thing I'm not doing is seeing it. You know, we even both have tried to explore possibilities. You know, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And it's like everything you're describing is just as you described it. You redo that same mission, do nothing different, land in the same freaking spot, and all of a sudden it lets you go back to your home screen and complete the mission. So that's a that's a weird one. And, you know, if if it happened to me more than once, I'd probably be really sour about it. But... I, you know, 1520 out of fairness for functionality. There's also a couple of weird issues when you fly from one island to the next and you get to like that halfway point, the game kind of glitches up for a second, not full blown lockup or anything, but just a glitch. you're going through some like to another map, but that's how it loads in. Um, so a 20 replayability. Damn, I'm a little harsher than you. I give him a 15 because, you know, I, I love flight simulators. I love, but let's say you, you do every single mission and you've got all five planes and there's no more releases and no more updates and nothing. Like you're going to be bored, dude. There's only, you know, there's only so much flying you can do with no purpose because there's no purpose. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to go fly. So I got to give him a 15. And it pains me a little because I, I wish there was just more of a reason. Like, and that's not to say that if they drop a new aircraft, I'm not going to go in and get that aircraft. But again, once you have that aircraft, well, you know, there's a reason why flight simulators will give you so much variety of airplane because it's real easy to get bored, especially when the mechanics aren't much different. Turn this on, do this, adjust that. Uh, you know, some of the nice touches, though, that are worth mentioning, there'll be daytime, there'll be nighttime, there'll be overcast flying conditions. Yeah, we didn't really mention that. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, just from, you know, because I don't want to... I don't want to seem like this is an overall, like I'm, I'm really shitting on this game cause I'm not, but a, a 20, 25, 20 and a 15 is still, a um, an 80. So 20, 40, 60, 70, 80. Yeah. Yep. After my little blunder, you always got to do a little add up, right? For yep. those of you that I don't scared. know, I, I did mess up my numbers one time. Yep. But, you know, so. but one could argue functionality. If, if they get hit with the glitches like you did, and I'm telling you cusp of 15, 20, well, here's the problem with the the glitches for me. And again, I'm wondering if this is on me. I don't get frustrated no, it's often. An, I had playing. the same. I no, had the no, same exact. What same I was, exact issue. What I was gonna say is getting frustrated while playing. I that's not something that happens to me often while playing games. No, if it happens more than once, yeah, well, you're human. Yeah, but it, this type of glitch doesn't like if I'm already getting a little agitated from the amount of times I have to restart the mission, restart the mission, and then I do complete it, and I have to restart it, and it won't count yeah. because of a glitch. It it sets me over. Well, yeah, it'd be different, too, if there was some balance, like, oh, shit, well, I did crash that time, and it said I completed it <laughs> and gave me gold for it, so I, I'll keep my mouth shut. But no, I mean, and in fa this did come out February 3rd. I'd almost say it would probably be worth re-looking at this 
you know, and this is kind of my problem. Sometimes people say, hey, how come you guys don't always jump on games when they right, first what? come out? Cause it's because, listen, usually first come out products, that's when everybody's going to discover little problems above and beyond any beta test. And it, it's almost not fair to some of the games that we have talked about that had we, when they came out, would not have gotten the same score from us. Yeah, it's, it's always a, a struggle. It, it's, it, it's a catch-22. Yeah, you know? some of our best games that we've reviewed, it's ones that we've... You know, our best experience is we hop into it a year after it's out. Yep. And, you know, it's... Let, you know, and so out of fairness to these guys, you it's know... It's not and, even a month. A 75, 80 today could could easily be, you know, an 85 or 90 a year from now. So we'll just see what they invest. You know, there was rumor multiplayer. I don't know. It's not there, but we'll see. Then you could do, like, multiplayer dogfights and shit That or would something. be cool, but I would suck at the dogfights, so I'm not too interested in that. I wish I was better at the dogfights. <laughs> that one's completely on me. I just, I right. suck at dogfighting. But for $24.99, you know, grab it on sale at the $18 or $19.99 price point, and you got yourself a good a good game. Yeah, if you're somebody who loves flying simulators, this is a, you know, a little scratch the surface type, you know, start Wet to scratch the, the itch, you know. but Wet the whistle. So, hey, other than that, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode, and... You know, check us out next week.